Yo, this hot, this the spot, there it is pod.com We're interviewing the best comedians, so tune in quick and get your ears receiving them We talking about life and life to stream right to you From the microphone right to your home, dude Side note, this might get embarrassing, but no, don't sweat, yo Cause there it is Welcome to the There It Is Podcast podcast for comedians that love the art of comedy. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Let's do this. Sexy. That opening was written by Alrinthia Carter, an old friend from college and the old comedy scene down in Greenville, South Carolina at the Alchemy Comedy Theater. Shout out. You too can write an intro you can hit us up with that on Twitter and Facebook at There It Is Pod. Very fun show for you today, and also fun show that Justina and I got to see. We got to see Fallon tonight, and if you remember from the Dion Flynn episode, Impressionist Adam Hamway was on, and he was doing a Jimmy Fallon impression, and that's where he discovered that there's this show called Fallon Tonight that pays homage to The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, and it is super fun. I love The Tonight Show, and, and I love Jimmy Fallon, and this show was so, so fun. It doesn't poke fun at or, or like belittle The Tonight Show or Jimmy Fallon. It really captures the essence of the spirit of The Tonight Show and of Jimmy Fallon and just plays with that and has a good time, and it was so fun. They had a lot of fun bits that they were doing, and uh, they had a they had guests, but there were people who were doing impressions of the guests. And so the guests were Ellie Kemper and John Mayer, two people I love. So it was great. And uh, I'm actually going to have Adam on. He's going to be on in a couple of weeks, and we're going to talk a little bit more at length about that. But it's a super fun show. I cried laughing a lot during that show. And it was just, you know, the fun of it and the surprises that came along. And it taught me just. Having surprises is what you want in your comedy show because that's what makes it work. And it's one of the things that really made this show, Fallon Tonight, work. Well, today's episode, speaking of seeing good shows at the pit, we saw Uncle Function, which is a sketch comedy group. And an actress who was performing with them, Jessica Fry, was great. Blew me away. Had to talk to her and ask her questions about her process, and she agreed to be on the podcast. So that is today's guest, the great Jessica Fry, and we talk about Uncle Function, but also some other work that she's doing. I think you're really going to enjoy this episode, so let's get right to it. Here's my chat with Jessica Fry. So you've done so much cool, fun stuff, but let's start back where this all began for you. Uh, First, where are you from? I'm from Lexington, Kentucky. I am like a 12th generation Kentuckian or something crazy like that. So my family on my mom's side has been there forever. But on my dad's side, he's from like Pittsburgh. Yeah, by way of Chicago, by way of Kentucky. But I'm a Kentuckian. Yeah. Very nice. And you are doing, currently you're doing a lot of theater work and uh, and TV work. And uh, I imagine you went, to school and you studied theater and I imagine you did theater in high school maybe you would not be wrong you would not be wrong in saying that yeah I um I got my start (laughs) my grandmother's like 
a performer at heart who never really had an outlet. And when I was a young, young child, that she used to take me to the local gas station and put me up on top of the counter, and I would sing for the customers coming inside. So that was my my start, you know. And um, the woman who works at that gas station, her name's Georgia. She's still with us today. She's really wonderful. And she's always like, Jessica, your name's going to be in lots one day. So I always write her Christmas cards. Um, Yeah, I went to a performing arts school in Kentucky from the fourth to the 12th grade. And it was the best, you know, like-minded weirdos making weird stuff together. Yep. And then I went to NYU after I auditioned three times before I finally got in. And I would not stop. (laughs) I would not give up until I got in. And then I got my degree from there. So, yeah, from Tisch. That's yeah. that's really neat and cool that you suck with it like that. Did yeah. you always kind of involve yourself with comedy or like how did uh, that you come know, into it? Um, I, it's funny because I feel like my favorite movies and things growing up have always been comedy related. Mm-hmm. Like I was recently watching old episodes of Seinfeld <laughs> reruns and I grew up watching Seinfeld and yeah. um, I I have very distinctly realized that Julia Louis-Dreyfus is my model for a woman like <laughs> Elaine is everything that I've ever wanted to be mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah in a lot of ways it kind of just has slowly seeped into my life and I don't know it was kind of something that I was resistant to a little bit oh um, which is so stupid but yeah i wanted to be like a serious shakespearean actress you know oh okay <laughs> but and i just keep finding myself you know doing like clown shows so that's fine <laughs> well you on your website you are listed as actor singer funny person um <laughs> which is stupid <laughs> i was like comic is kind of a lie because i'm not a stand-up but right. i you know so. so do you do much improv? You know, I have done improv in the past, but I don't like do improv. It's, right. Okay. I don't like so you, call myself an improv. Yeah. So lady. that is a tough way to, because you are working comedic pieces. You've even written. Yeah. Cause in the sketch show that I saw, you wrote a really funny sketch <laughs> in that sketch. Yeah. 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 Well, the, the, the best <laughs> things are always stupid. If you ask me when uh, it comes to comedy. <laughs> It's true. It's true. Um, So you write and you are funny. um, But yeah, I understand why you're not calling yourself a comedian. Yeah. Uh, But how do you say like, well, I'm a funny actor. (laughs) You know? Yeah, you don't really. There's no word for that. It's just like, I'm, I cast me in your funny stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I think you nail it. I think you nail it by saying like, I'm an actor. I'm a singer. Would you have a great voice that you showcased in the show we saw? And. Uh, a singer. You're very experienced in theater. You've done a ton of stuff in theater, and uh, you've done a number of things in television as well. Um, when it comes to your theater background, uh, mm-hmm. what is your focus? Are, are you uh, more wanting to do TV film work? Are you more trying to do theater? And then when you're in theater, um, let's let's once you answer that question, let's get into some process. Sure, that. sure. Um, I think I want to, you know, obviously I'd love to be making enough money so that I could just act and mm-hmm. not do anything else, which I think is every actor's first goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, every once in a while I get 
I get to that goal. So I would say a theater, film, TV, whatever, you know, whatever comes across my path. I think right. my first love was movies and television because in Kentucky there aren't a ton of theaters. Right. So I didn't grow up necessarily going to the theater. We went to a lot more dance than mm-hmm. we did uh, theater. So, um, yeah, I, I suppose that's my first love, but I, you know, there's no beating the live audience. That's just the best thing ever. Right. Um, so I suppose my focus is the just getting work. Right. <laughs> but then beyond that, you know, I, not any work. I love working with things that I'm proud of, working with people that I like working with. I mean, that's the dream, you know, and I, yeah, I do that a lot. And, It's very rare that I find myself in a situation where I'm like, oh, I hate this play and I don't really, I'm not really happy here. You know, that doesn't, it's happened to me since I graduated from school, you know, it's been a long time. Well, that's really great. And you seem like a positive person with a a good (laughs) outlook. Um, I try. I have, I've had dark nights of the soul. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) As we all have, I'm sure. How do you when you're having those dark nights of the soul sort of moments and Mm -hmm. yet you still have to go to a show, how, because you seem to be performing fairly regularly. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. How how do you focus so that you still bring that fun to this, to the stage and to the performance? God, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I think when in doubt, you've got to trust the rehearsal process. (laughs) You've got to trust that you can, you know, commit yourself to whatever it is that you're supposed to be committing to yourself to. But I think that for me, I mean, I just did a run of Sense and Sensibility with Bedlam Theatre Company, which was like one of the great joys of my life. And we did 200 and, or I did, I think, 268 performances, maybe more or less. And there were definitely days where it was like, oh, you know, this is a bad day or this is a hard day. Mm -hmm. And I tried my best in those moments to think of the audience and to think, Oh, there are people in this audience who've never seen this show before. And they deserve the same show as when I'm having a great day, you know? So I think that's, that's important to to think of, you know, that there could be some kid in the audience. It's like, ah, maybe I want to be an actor. (laughs) Yeah, and it makes it fun again. I I was, I had, I don't know if I could say it was a dark night of the soul, but it wasn't the happiest moment recently uh, for like a week. And Mm -hmm. um, last Monday, I kind of snapped out of it because I was walking through New York City, this fun, exciting city, to go do a show. And, you know, that's kind of living the dream. And uh, so it, it snapped me out of it and made me, happier and it was made it a lot more fun to bring the fun to the stage and a lot easier to bring the fun to a performance that's wise stuff there yeah that's that's the deal when you're at when you're working on a piece that you are a scripted piece that you're going to act out what are you doing you just got the script how are you Mm -hmm. anal you and of course do script analysis to try to determine what kind what kind of character this is what sort of things are you doing as far as character work is concerned to develop that character what is your approach to that oh god that's a good question uh you know i think i went to land acting here in my and obviously like in the really tricky times when you're like 
you know, especially with Shakespeare, sometimes I think that, that you can get these underwritten characters or overwritten characters or whatever, you know, the scene is more about the language and less about what the character wants. And so sometimes, you know, analyzing can be super important to be like, okay, what's actually going on here? Like, I truly don't even understand the basis of this. And then after that, I feel like I, I try not to worry too much about character until I get in the room, Mm -hmm. until I get a vibe for the rest of the cast, until I get a vibe for the director, because I feel like your instincts, your initial instincts are really important in that time, or at least for me. I mean, I, I think I'm much more of a, let's get it in, let's get it up on its feet and let's like feel it out rather than like me at home being like, yeah, my character definitely like, she like has a limp. <laughs> she, I mean, that's a stupid example, but you know what no, I mean? No, I totally get where like, you're at. Yeah. Because yeah. that's, um, it's what you're saying makes a lot of sense and is a good method because I have fallen into the trap a couple of times where I, at home alone reading it mm-hmm. saying like yeah this is what this moment is and this is a this kind of person is so this is a tone i'll bring to it and then mm-hmm. we get to that first meeting and it's i was off really like it was a yeah, more dramatic totally. moment than i thought or more uh, humorous moment than i thought or like the character yeah. really isn't that angry with these people yeah, or just, like, the chemistry of the other actors doesn't vibe with that, you know? Like, exactly. especially, yeah, like, in a love scene, you know? Not that I do a lot of love scenes, but <laughs> in a scene, any scene to love scene, I suppose, if you look at it <laughs> the right way. But, you know, you don't want to, like, plan out the chemistry before you actually find right. out, like, what's unique about this person? What is, okay? what's so I actually you, vibe with? So. so you maybe think a little bit more about, like, the backstory of the character, but not necessarily yeah. anything going beyond that. Yeah. I'm all about that story. You know, I'm all about, uh, the character and how, what, what, what do they serve in the storytelling of the thing? You know, I think mm-hmm. that's something that from my training, <laughs> I have always thought is really important, you know, just so that you're not like, making a story about you when so clearly that's not the function that you serve in the scene, you know? So I think understanding how the script works is like probably my first step as an actor. Just like Mm -hmm. I read it a bunch, at least I try to try to read it a bunch. I try to work on my lines and be as off book as I possibly can. But I also, I don't know, I do it differently every time. Everything's it's always, I'm always finding new things. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess I don't have, like, a set process. Yeah, and I think the way things are, things aren't as set anymore. Because we hear so many yeah. different styles and approaches. So it's oh, totally. a lot easier to take a few different things and use them for moments that they would really help. Yeah, and, you know, different plays or different whatever require different things, you know? like Right. Obviously, working on Sense and Sensibility you got to work on your accent. You know, you've got to sound like a Brit. And if <laughs> right. you're doing, like, one of my favorite shows that I've ever done was the show Clown Bar with Pipeline Theater Company. Mm-hmm. And with that show, we were playing <laughs> clowns. And so, obviously, like, you know, your choices are just going to be so much more broad and, and bold <laughs> and weird. And, you know, working on all the sketch stuff, there's never any time. So you're always, you know, kind of forced to make these wacky decisions just out of your ass, really. Right. 
When I've done sketch work before, I never got enough time to sort of break the character and do as deep mm-hmm. of an acting job as I always wanted to. Oh, of course. I mean, it's super frustrating. Like, it's like, you know, it is and it isn't because I think that if it, if you did have that time, it wouldn't really be sketch anymore. You know, it would like turn into it would turn into a play with funny mm-hmm. characters, you know. I think there's something kind of fun and and uh necessary about the nature of sketch which is just like this really really fast process oh yeah such a fast (laughs) process it's just great it's really fun it forces you to just be like okay this is what i'm doing and i'm sticking with it and i'm going (laughs) who are some uh actors who do sketch work that you admire whether they were you know old or new living or dead um okay well so Julia Louis-Dreyfus is great. I yeah. think she's the most committed to everything. I buy everything that she ever does. I think she's mm-hmm. the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I mean, like, all of those all of those SNL women when I was growing up, you know, like Sherry O'Terry, mm-hmm. um, Molly Shannon. Oh, gosh. You know, yeah. Anna Gaston. Yeah, she's so great. I got I had the opportunity to do a brief little... <laughs> short film over with John Early and um, it was really funny because I'm really really bad with names Uh and John asked me I was like sitting at a bar after a show and he's like what are you doing tomorrow and I was like uh nothing and he's like can you come film a short with me and he may have mentioned that it was with Anagastar but I didn't know so I showed up and there was no script it was all improvised and she was there, and I was like, oh, my God, it's just the three of us. I'm acting across from one of my heroes, and I don't know. It was just so intimidating, but she was the nicest ever. I've, so I nice. get the feeling that she's super nice and professional. What was that whole experience, and it, what did that end up being like for you? Was it just too, <laughs> is it one of those things that still hasn't sunk in? Uh, it was just super nice. She's just like a totally chill, normal, normal lady, you know? She was, like, very friendly and fun she wasn't i mean obviously she's doing john's little short for you know nothing just showing up one morning and like making a thing so she's very generous with her time and her talent Mm um yeah it was really super fun but yeah you mentioned a minute ago in regards to Julia Louis-Dreyfus about how just committed she is and how you mm-hmm. buy everything. And that is so true. It's a perfect way to describe her acting technique. And that's one of the things that I get, I think I get frustrated about when I'm trying to do a sketch and I'm trying to pull off a performance that, like that that she or Phil Hartman would pull off. And yeah, they got that script that week and... Yeah, they haven't had a bunch of time, but yet they—it feels like such a full, rich person. Yes, one hundred percent. I think, oh God, those people who can just like fail so boldly—you know what I mean? I respect that so much. I, you know, it's like I grew up being just like uptight, like straight A student, you know. And there's definitely still a part of my personality that's very, very much like that. And I have to. I have to make the decision sometimes to be like, hey, Jessica, like, try to do this without worrying if you're going to do good job for teacher this time. You know what I mean? So I I think the sense of just being able to bold, be boldly fail is, mm-hmm. you know, that's what everybody, that's like the magic stuff. That's what everybody who you love to watch, that's what they do. So I try. 
Give yeah. it a nice try. I like that note. I like that a lot. Um, you have, you seem to have a lot of fun doing the sketch work that you're doing. <laughs> that show, I, I've said it a couple times, but it really is a fun show. It really was one of one of the favorite one of my favorite sketch shows that I've ever seen. Oh, that's um, amazing! Thank yeah, you. Yeah, like really, the writing was so great and so relatable, and so almost all of the sketches were those sort of moments where you go, "Ah, oh, I wish I had thought of that," because. It was, <laughs> It wasn't something so random, you know? Like, yeah, a lot of sketches yeah. can be super, super random just in premise. But yeah. the thing that was so great about this show was that it wasn't so random in premise. It was relatable. Mm-hmm. And yet it still reached these heights of, of mm-hmm. you know, absurdity at times. Uh, well, thanks. For, uh, you've I... written for that uh, team. Um, so, so little, so, so little. so little. I really do have to give all the credit mm-hmm. to those other guys for being the primary contributors in terms of writing, just because it, I hate it so much. That's what I was going to like, what? I really don't love writing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think of sketches the way that they do. They're mm-hmm. like, oh gosh, like I, I thought of this idea, like what if, what if this stripper was like really talented and her talents were like singing and doing monologues? And I'm like, that's a great idea. It's and I would have never idea. thought of that. Oh, yeah. Gosh. My ideas are more like my ideas are sort of more, I don't know. They're not like sketch ideas. I, I just wrote a pilot with my friend, Ariel mm-hmm. and uh, Ariel Siegel. Look her up. She's brilliant. And um, she's awesome. And I yeah. think I, we, think more long story wise rather than short story sketch wise. Okay. Uh, so that's a lot easier for me. Like, you know, I ideas see. for movies or ideas for plays. Ideas for sketches are super hard for me, but okay. so those I are... will say that those dudes and the rest of my uncle function dudes are just so good at that. And they're always like, please Jessica, write more. Come on, I'll help you. I'll hold your hand. And I should take them up on that more. <laughs> but yeah, one of my ideas for a sketch was um, two witches that uh, live in a haunted house that they're trying to sell. And the ha- the house is like, you know, like bleeding bl- blood from the ceiling and like, mm-hmm. you know, it's very obviously like the portal to hell. And um, <laughs> that they're like, yeah, don't worry about it. It's just like a park slope place. And they're very, you know, trying to get rid of this house. And my sketch group was like, I don't get it. Why, why are witches funny? And so then I um, took it to this other these other group of women that I know, and we made a web series out of it, which is called Basic Witch, which is um, really silly and fun. But yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's why that's... I think my ideas are more suited to like a longer form thing rather than like I you know get it. one. Theme, but... I like that name too, uh, Basic Witch. It's fun. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not. I can't take credit for that, but it was it was a good idea. <laughs> one thing that I liked about your format with uncle function uh a lot of times uh, and it's usually improv teams that that do this the wrong way but uh uh, i'll see an improv team with a theme Mm -hmm. and uh, and you all have the uncle theme sure uh but it's a loose theme (laughs) it is but it's well guided because it's in the opening it's in the ending and it's in the program Mm -hmm. and the mistake that I see improv teams make when they want to have a theme like that is they kind of do it in the opening and then that's it. They just drop the whole thing 
Whereas yeah. you all did it in an appropriate amount and didn't over, you didn't overdo it and try to make every sketch. <laughs> uncle related. An uncle, yeah. Oh, yes. That would be a <laughs> frightening sketch show. Right. Just but like, you had a clear idea um, and a theme that, uh, uh, you know, had little fun moments at the beginning yeah. and, end and, and in the program. And I think that was like a really smart idea. Whose idea was Thanks. that? <laughs> well, when we first formed, um, this guy, Alex Fast, who used to be an uncle, uh, he used to be with us. He uh, called me up and he was like, hey, Jessica, I'm looking to start a sketch team and I think you should be in it. And I truly was like, sure, sure, I'll do this for you. And I honestly thought it was going to be like a one month, one and done thing, mm -hmm. you know, like a reading or something. And so we did this show and then we all kind of like really vibed and gelled with each other. And then we just, it's been two and a half years later and we're still mm -hmm. going. And, um, right. We, we were trying to come up with a name mm -hmm. and our first stab, I think we were like oh, this close very, very close to being Ace Boys number one boys, <laughs> which I came late to rehearsal, no surprise. And I came late to rehearsal and they were like, yeah, I think our name is going to be Ace Boys number one boys. And I was like, absolutely not. Like, there's no way. Please, God, no. And they, and I think, I don't know, we just decided on Uncle Function. I don't know how that happened. And I think we also, I, I was kind of thought that was ridiculous because also I'm the only woman in the group, um, which is very common with a lot of comedy. We need more women in comedy and we need more, you know, groups that feature women in mm -hmm. comedy. And, um, you know, I, I was embracing the irony of having myself <laughs> be referred to as an uncle, uncle. Jessica. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you all have used the nickname Unk Funk? Oh, uh, no. I like it. And I like I've never it. thought of that, but that sounds nasty. <laughs> Unk fun. Oh, that sounds like something you find in your toes. Yes. Yes, it does. Unk fun. Um, but but uh, I, I, like I like that. <laughs> I kind of like it. That'll be for the after midnight shows. <laughs> Time to get uh, funky with your unks. <laughs> Got that oh, unk yeah. funk coming at you. Yeah. Wow. Okay. If we ever use that, you're getting full credit. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, you're in the, a lot of fun TV shows, but you're in the character show on Netflix. Yes. Yes, uh, I am. John Early's episode, which <laughs> John, John is like my agent. He's so funny. I feel like all of the bigger jobs that I've gotten in the past, I don't know, however many years since I graduated college have been largely due to John. <laughs> Being like, hey, you should give her this job. So, yeah, well, that's great. that was yeah, it's fun. It was awesome. It was a really good opportunity, and yeah, so proud of him. He's he's super it. funny. Yeah, he's super super funny. Yeah, um, we loved his bit too because he was a part of that show that we saw. Yeah, yeah, he very generously donated his time, his very valuable time, to our <laughs> stupid little sketch show, which was amazing. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Um, you're an you're an actor, right? Yes, you, and I do stand up and improv. Oh, cool, cool, yeah. Uh, but I've only been living here three and a half months. Oh, whoa! From where? From South Carolina. Oh my gosh, three and a half months. You're a <laughs> New York City baby. That's yes. amazing. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm pretty much. I'm a baby. coming up on since 2004. Oh wow! When I was in New York, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's really great. 
It's the best. It was hard at first. I was like, the subway? What the hell's up with the subway? And then I was like, oh, it's okay. It's time to read. <laughs> right, yeah. It's um, I, I saw a, an Instagram account that's called um, uh, Hot Men Reading. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a couple of friends of mine follow that, and I was like, what the heck is this? And it's mostly pictures of guys, like, on the subway reading. <laughs> It's, it's exactly what it says. It is yeah. hot men reading. Yeah. Who doesn't like to see a, a, a good looking dude reading a good Sylvia Plath novel? You know, like that's, that's the uh, dream. Yeah. I'm going uh, <laughs> to, my, one of my New York goals is to get uh, on that Instagram. Oh, nice. Nice. I will like feel like I am a holding. hot man. <laughs> <laughs> just oversized books. That should be yes. it. That's your end, dude. You just got to get yeah. the biggest. I'll avoid infinite jest can... because that's maybe too uh-huh. on the nose. You know, it's like I'm trying too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I think uh, we've uh, really uh, talked a lot about a lot of really good things here. So I, I guess this is the time to wind down and see what we can create together um you said that your ideas work better for uh, longer form stuff maybe we could uh hash out a, a brand new idea that we think would work more long okay beautiful okay <laughs> um so uh well we're talking about hot guys reading on the subway yeah yeah hmm. we we're talking about the eagles yeah um, i do love the eagles what else we're both from the South. We are. I mean, I don't know if you're from South Carolina, but you. I am. You, okay. 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 Oh, God. So maybe it's this like Southerners just... on the subway. Yeah. Southerners on the... Oh, hey, yeah. Okay. Like Southerners on the subway. And like, maybe there's like some stereotype about like um, being overly polite. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, because every time I'm walking around, I'm still used to, like, nodding at people. Yeah, oh, yeah. Making Uh eye contact and saying hello, Mm -hmm. and, like, you can't do that here with women because of the, like, uh, catcalling that happens. So, but I'm, you know, used to the South where, like, men and women, you're just nodding. Yeah, friendly, like, acknowledging someone else's presence. Right. (laughs) But I feel so bad because I'm walking along and if a woman's walking up and I'll do the nod uh, that I'm doing the guys too, then I can feel them saying like, ignore him. Because for them, it's I could be some weirdo who yeah. is going to follow them for five blocks or something You like could that. be anybody, you know? Right, right. Any, any old right. nodding man. And I feel terrible. It's like, oh, I just created that kind of moment for them, totally <laughs> innocently, just trying to nod at a person like we do yeah. from where Gosh. I live for all of my life. It's so funny. I, you know, like I think when people hit on you, there's that fine line. You're like, are you hitting? On, are you creepy or what's going on? Like, I don't know. I don't know the, the social yeah. cues sometimes. <laughs> Right. Are you just being friendly, or are you like actually trying to? Yeah, yeah. Are you, me up? Are you trying to like 
find weasel a way in to talk to me? Yeah. Do you yeah, genuinely want to know where I got these shoes or are you yes. trying to find yeah. a way to strike yeah. up conversation? I had a guy in the subway once. He like, I was like looking, you know, when you go over the bridge or, you know, when you go from Brooklyn to Manhattan and sometimes you get to go above ground and it's like a treat, you know, at least I don't ride that kind of subway every day. So it's, so I was like, Oh wow. The lights of the city. And I was like looking out over the city and this guy was like, wow, this is your first time in New York? And I was like, no, I just, you know, I'm just appreciating the view. And then he was like, can I guess your name? Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, oh, gosh. But I couldn't, I couldn't, I, you know, like, I'm, I know I'm supposed to be a badass, like, feminist woman who just, like, shuts it down effortlessly. But that's such a weird but question. It's so hard for me to just, like, shut it down. And I kept talking to him and he eventually was like, here, take my number, take my number, take my number. And I was like, I don't want your number. And he was like, you do. And I was like, Ugh. I really don't. <laughs> but it's so hard for me to be like, absolutely not, sir. I'm not interested in your phone right. number. But while still, oh God, why do I care about his feelings? Right. Exactly. Yeah, Maybe yeah. that's You know, yeah, this, your Southern hospitality is making exactly. you care about his feelings. The, it's the weirdest thing because, like, I wouldn't know how to shut down someone saying, let me guess your name. Because that's <laughs> such a weird thing that it disarms you. And he's like, what? Yeah. What just happened? Yeah. <laughs> and I, uh, it's I, like a stun. I'm like, huh? What? Yeah. And then they be like, oh, you want my number? And that's when you can, like, pull them, yeah. pummel them oh. with the no. I have these really um, detailed fantasies about, like, what I would do if I were really badass about like mm -hmm. getting rid of like people who, you know, when you're on the subway and there's so many empty seats all around you and somebody sits down like right next to you. And if you're a woman, there's usually like, Oh God, are you trying to hit it? What's going on here? And I often think that like the best way to combat that would just be to like lightly rest my head on their shoulder. <laughs> 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 and that they would be like, okay, she's weird. I gotta go, you right. know, or be like, look at them and be like, <laughs> I don't know, just like hiss at them or something. I wish I could do that. <laughs> well, I'd be worried if you laid your head on them because that might be the weirdo guy who wants to hit on you. That's true. And he's not going to be like, get off of me, weirdo. That he's going to be, be like, an open invitation. <laughs> right, right. She really likes to. Get close, just snuggle right away. Oh, so maybe this these ideas could be worked into a web series or something. Yeah, a, a, a sub, a, called Subway Hospitality about subway Southerners hospitality. on the <laughs> subway. Yeah, yeah, that's so a web series. You know, there's so many of them. There could be any web series. It could be All a web right. series about like shoes or just a the rats. Shoe. Just the rats. Subway rats. Yep. I'm sure there is one. <laughs> uh, yeah, there probably is. I'm sure there's an Instagram account of... I wouldn't be able to get the camera out fast enough to take a picture, but um, if you could get yeah. a bunch of good shots of subway rats. Subway rats doing all sorts of kooky things, carrying mm -hmm. pizzas downstairs. Yeah, well, they peaked like with, sub, with uh, Pizza Rat. but Pizza Rat was the peak, I think. You right. can't really... Can't really peek higher than pizza rat. An entire pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pulling we gotta along. Stage like that. Yeah. We gotta get a pet rat. <laughs> uh, well, I like that idea. Subway hospitality or southern hospitality on the subway. Yeah. How we could uh, 
learn to have new forms of hospitality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's a northerner teaching a southerner, a New Yorker teaching a southerner, like, well, this is how you have to be on the subway. If you yes. still want to be polite, fine, but this is what being polite is. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah, that's, that's that could have a, a, a single episode arc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, you know, just I mean, one person. unless it's like a very short thing, so it's like five minutes each at max each oh. uh, aspect. Yeah, where to sit yeah. on the subway. Yeah, and then what foods are appropriate on the subway? Yeah, that's a that's <laughs> not not, not Thai food. food. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, I, I had an experience with the smelly food the other day. It wasn't wasn't pleasant. It's not fun. It's no. not fun. But if you're the person eating the smelly food, you're like, I'm starving. You know what I mean? I mean, I think you are. Or it's like the, the toenail people, you know? Like, we've all been like, what what's going on with them? The, to- the toenail why? people? Like, why would you choose this moment to clip your fingernails and toenails? Oh. Like, why? Oh, I haven't well, seen Somebody that yet. I know saw a woman clipping a man's toenails on the subway. At that point, you want to go over and like tap him on the shoulder and be like, "Here's a, here's the etiquette. You want that? Oh, that's good. Subway etiquette, yeah. like forms. Like you can't do this. You can't do what you're yeah. doing. And that now that's endless. Endless. <laughs> Truly there's, endless. There's always going to be something new and crazy about. happening on the subway. Yeah. Precisely. <laughs> uh, well, there it is. Uh, that was like the weakest. <laughs> <laughs> new idea know. ever but hey it could be it could be pulled it could be pulled i mean it, you know so many things are already done you know it's just you're putting a new spin on it exactly <laughs> plenty of subway etiquette things the city of new york are, are doing them but when you put that southern spin on it yeah, it takes on a whole bad. new comedic bad. take <laughs> yes <laughs> well, thanks so much for being here, Jessica. You're great. Jason, it was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Very nice to meet you. And Likewise. thanks for coming to our show. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't stop raving about it. I really can't stop raving about it. Really fantastic group, Uncle Function is. They have great sketches and performers. Also, great work being done with her web series, Basic Witch, which you can find on basicwitchseries.com. All female writers. She's very proud of that work. You should check it out. It's great. Uncle Function is great. And if you want to check them out, you can. If you're going to be here in July, on July 21st, they have a show at the pit. Jessica actually won't be in that one, but you will be in the one in August on the 18th. You can find out about their shows and more about the group at UncleFunction.com. You can follow them on Twitter and Facebook at Uncle Function. Speaking of social media, why don't you follow us at There It Is Pod on both Facebook and Twitter. And you can follow my accounts at Jason Far Jokes on Twitter and on Instagram at Jason Far Picks. Well, next week's episode going to be a fun one, a really great comic and actress here. Can't wait to share that one with you. Until next time, be good to each other. The music for the theme song was created by Neil Brooks. The rap was written and performed by Nick Acevedo. The logo for There It Is was created by Jeff Prater. The There It Is podcast is produced by Jason Farr.